I'm Pamelanga, and this is the Mindful Entrepreneur Podcast, the Pan-African show for entrepreneurship and culture. Here we laugh, learn, and grow, and sometimes we mix a little bit of French. Today, I have the extreme pleasure of conversing with two Tanzanian sisters and entrepreneurs, Hawa and Ratma Nura Katanga. Hawa is a lawyer and Ratma is an architect. In 2017, they separately started their own hair journey and realized natural and herbal hair products work the best for their hair types. With thorough research and tests, these powerful ladies combined sufficient and safe herbal-infused formulas that helped to improve the health of their hair. In 2020, they decided to share their products with everyone to help achieve proper hair care and keep the health of their hair while promoting maximum growth, thus giving grounds for their startup Rahat Oils. They've agreed on sharing with me the details of their startup and on their family business dynamics. Let's see what they say. Hello, Rachmanuru and Hawa. How are you? Hello, Pamela. Hello, Pamela. Hi. We're good. How are you? You're good. I'm good yeah. too. You guys are calling from which place in Tanzania? Okay, we're currently calling from Dar es Salaam. Ooh. City. So, yeah. How is it going there? How is it there? How's the vibe, the mood, everything? Saturday, very chill, relaxed. Very back. hot. Very hot. <laughs> but it's chill. Before you started, you're just like putting on the AC, like, I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't, my friend. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so nice to have you guys here to talk about what you guys do. And one of the things that captivated me to even reach out to you is the fact that you guys focus on what is so important to African females the hair. So, like, just give us a little background story about, like, how Rahat Oils came about and why, like, how do you guys just care so much about our hair like that? From a young age, we're very interested in, like, beauty stuff, especially hair. So we've always loved, you know, hair going to, our mom used to do hair from a young age. So if it's time for the hair, it's an anxiety because, of course, you know, you're going to look pretty. <laughs> so it was, it was a very good thing that we both liked. But as we grew up and we started taking care of our own hair, we, I can say we weren't doing the best job. <laughs> so we weren't getting the best of results with our hair because basically we did not know what we have to do. So when we went for uni now, I was going for uni first year and my sister was already in uni. We just separately started of our hair, like, we separately started a hair journey, and without knowing, yeah. so she was in her university doing that, and I was in my university, we, there were different parts, so when we go back home, we were telling each other about, you know, I've discovered this, I mean, I've learned this about hair, and I've learned this, so just pretty much that's how it came about, and then we started engaging a lot in knowing how to take care of your hair using natural ingredients, like herbal ingredients. I read a hair practices and all of this stuff. And we started sharing the information 
among ourselves and it was working for us like when we put it on our hair it's nourishing when we use like shea butter or something like that it would do better than synthetic ingredients products so very like fascinating because we did not know our hair could flourish to that point okay mm-hmm. so i think um fast forward like two years later yeah yeah. Yeah. Two, two. yeah, I think years for me, three years for me. Yeah, two years for me, two years for, for her. We we thought like, you know, maybe we could like sell these products to people. Because there are a lot of people who travel with hair care. I mean, you can mm-hmm. see, or even your cousin. So many African women struggle with hair care because we don't really know what to do. Yeah. So that's how... Pretty much like the whole idea of Rahat oil started. Yeah. So. And then, like. <laughs> go ahead. I wanted to go ahead and say, like, the journey started, but, like, before that, did you have natural hair or was it, like, relaxed? And then you're oh. like, no, I just want to go back to the roots. <laughs> okay. So, there are two cases. For her, for Hawa, her hair was relaxed. So, she had to. Mm-hmm. Cut it off. She had a big chop. And my second year, going to my third in the university, um, yeah. I chopped it off. Yeah, she chopped really? off. So you were baldy? Looking at your, the shape of your head? Like a small to the Like, very small. I used to make little bantu knots. Very small. Yeah. Very small. Like, all over my head, very I would have short. almost uh, 20 bantu knots. They were that much small. I couldn't you know, uh, into any sure point or something. So basically, I cut it off and I started. How did you do that though? Like people would look at you like you're crazy. How could you just cut off your relaxed hair? Um, they weren't healthy. Yeah. Mm. And before cutting it off, anyway, I tried um several uh, treatments. You know, mm-hmm. but. They were too unhealthy. Yeah. I mean, the revival would take me ages. So I decided to um, cut it off, let it go, put on my big girl's pants on and be like, okay, I'm going to have no long hair for some time. And Mm -hmm. then I'll explore more on how to take care of hair. Regardless, natural or relaxed. I just wanted to know how to take care of hair in general. Mm -hmm. Because people could be watching and be like, yes, could be watching and be like, I don't want to do natural. I want to do relaxed. Like, am I bad for wanting to do relaxed and stuff like that? Do I have to be on this movement or something like that? No, I feel like. Um, okay, the natural hair movement is amazing and it has helped me personally. Both of us, it has helped mm-hmm. us, all right? I've been natural all my life, by the way. So even when yeah. I started my it was natural. But the thing is, you know, like there are different lifestyles, all right? There are different ways people approach hair. And I don't think relaxed hair or bleached hair or whatever hair is bad as long as you know how to take care of it. Because the problem is not what type of hair you're having. The problem is how care of that hair so a lot of people don't know how to take care of relaxed hair for instance so yeah. it ends being at the same length for five consistent years yeah and you know you wonder why isn't my hair growing 
But the reason is not because your hair is not growing. The reason is because you don't know how to take care of your hair. So you have to learn how to take care of your hair. Yeah. Even with natural hair, though, it's not like when you become natural, it's like, ah, you're now, you know, the hair is just perfect now. You still have to go on this other journey, which is quite complicated because there's rarely any kind of product um, accessible for natural hair available consist uh, compared to synthetic relaxed hair kind of products i don't know for natural hair so it's a it's a journey that you have to go because i personally had to go on like my natural hair journey and it was kind of tough because i was like what am i gonna put on this head i don't even know <laughs> i started like diy trying out different things and then i was like i discovered you could use natural stuff like shea butter coconut oil and that's what i've been olive oil that's what i've been sticking to over the years and stuff but like at the some point i'm like if i do get upset with this i can just put relaxed hair and just find another healthy way of doing this so it's like <laughs> if this does if this nerves me if this gets tiring for me then i can just switch it back but the important thing is to know like what, it, what are you even gonna put on that head <laughs> that right. Right. so how did that how based on your background obviously yeah. you are there's a lawyer how does the lawyer leave into beauty you know how do you merge that together well to be honest i'm i'm creative naturally you know i'm more artistic yeah, we're very artistic, artistic. Very yeah. artistic, both of us. Yeah. Um, these hands mm-hmm. like to change stuff, like to try stuff, like yeah. to change these looks. We always like to touch and feel and change certain looks yeah. from one point to another. Yeah. And for example, I learned how to do hair at a very young, very like young. Braiding. <laughs> you know, back yeah. in the day. My mom not only dolls, but she used to, do you know, um, a banana branch. I don't know, you know, when you remove bananas from that little branch. My mom used, yes, my mom used to make one of my, um, you know, brothers do it. And they beat it up on the, on the floor. And then they make sure it comes out like, like, um, small strands. Small strands. They, they wash it off. Like um, plain, plain. It's not. It's no longer green. And yeah. I use practice on that from a young age. When I tell you the age of five, six, yeah. that yeah. age, I used to do those things. And then I went to boarding school when I was in uh, grade four. And back in the days, me, I was there to saloon person. <laughs> We were very young, but I was the plug in the dormitory because I used to love doing it. So, you know, everybody would come to me be like, you know, how can, can you, you help me? Can you do my hair? And I would be like on, you know, on top of it. Definitely. Like you take the, the schedule like, yeah, I'm going to do you Thursday evening. I have Stacy on Friday. How? <laughs> oh. Um... I'm a lawyer, yeah, by profession, mm-hmm. but it doesn't stop me from my passion. Yeah, things that you like. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we, 
how do I balance it or how do we both do it? She's an architect. Yeah, I'm an architect. She she, she she drove until late night yeah. and I do my documentation till late night, whatever. But we know our days. There are days yeah. we do packaging. There are days we do designing. There are days we do photography. And everything is about timing. And I you choose to make time for something. Yeah. That's yeah. how life goes. And, and I think, like, yeah. on, like, you know, like, how does, like, persons my career, I'm an architect, and here I am making cosmetics. <laughs> Those yeah. are two. Yeah. But there are things that I have learned in architecture that are actually uplifting our our brand right now. Yeah. So, for instance, yeah. like, okay, architecture is some sort of design school. Yeah. So, you get to learn a lot of, like, design um, methodologies and how yeah. to approach things. And that is a very crucial part in branding. Okay, like all the the posts that we make in Instagram, all the all the advertisement, labeling, all of that. I have done it <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, I that knowledge in school and I'm putting it to practice in my entrepreneurship. Yeah. So it's not just like you know. Yes, you went to architecture school, but does that bring something into my entrepreneurship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like you can do anything and you can still do what you want to do, but you still have like a passionate project, which is what yeah. I don't know from you guys. You can be out here like bossing lawyer, but you want to have a shoe company and that is definitely cool. That's yeah. very cool and dope. And that's what yeah. we're doing. <laughs> let me, nothing goes under the, the radar without law. Everything you do in any country yeah. A law must apply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You must co- if you are you, if you're in business, you must comply with certain rules Correct. and regulations. And where does that play? No. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Basically, if you want to apply for certain, maybe um, let's say, um, how do we how do I call it? How do I make it into? Maybe we you know we want to register. Yes, yeah, registration. Like things like that. Yes. You want to. We, yeah, maybe like um, certification of something. Yeah, her her knowledge comes into play. Yeah, so we mm. just both learned in school and try to incorporate it in our business. Because like most, I in my daily work, I'm familiar with all these institutions. Yeah. You know, or um, importation. You know, putting a lot of um, powders. Like so a lot of raw materials. Yeah. Raw materials and all these are knowledge in application and what the law says in order for you to go about it. Yeah. So basically, we incorporate whatever we've learned in our business, but also we manage to do our business and our career by making time. Yes, correct. Making time for things. There are days we package our products still. Like late, um, late morning, late like morning, three, <laughs> at three, wow. we all four, you know. And then when we get up those products, we're like, oh, we made a hundred today. That's fine. You yeah. know, we can make it another. It can survive to another maybe week or two. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So basically, how we're surviving. Mm. That is very empowering. You guys have a big. You've gone into. My next question, which had to do with your family, how to run a family business. You guys have kind of given the details. But, like, 
as sisters, many people are very skeptical to start their own family business with their siblings or their parents. Or maybe they did try, and then it went very sad and so they're just like never again especially in the African community there's that kind of skeptical like if I do something with my sibling um, that person's going to like dupe me, lie to me, steal from me you know um, there's that suspicious vibe so how did you guys even get to this point where you're even like very organized she <laughs> <laughs> <You> should <laughs> okay I'll give you a backstory to it yeah me and Hawa have not always been, like, the best sisters. Like, we haven't always been, like, getting along and stuff like that. So we've been the best, but we're not really that close. Yeah, we were not that close. Because, yeah. like, I come after her, and there's this thing they say, you know, when, like, siblings, like, are after one another, they, like, mm-hmm. they're the biggest all right? So that's just mm-hmm. how it has been from a childhood, you know? We never used to get along, Okay. But then when we grew up, we started, like, spending more time with one another. And we came to understand we actually like the same things. We're quite alike. So I think that's kind of, like, where our bond started going stronger. So if I can say something, yeah? You know, you see, like, outside Africa, okay, there's so many big companies. There's so many huge investments, and most of the time, when you follow back and understand the history of these companies, they're actually family companies. Generational wealth. And I feel like as Africans, it's time we manifest on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I don't picture doing business with any other person in my sister. Because I know that fundamental thing to make sure the next generation from us can benefit from what we started and the next and the next. So when we say rat oils, I'm talking about me and Hawa. No. Mm-hmm. About generations because we want to leave a legacy. And mm-hmm. I believe to leave the best legacy is with your blood family. So mm-hmm. yes, there are those like skeptical moments that, you know, people, like, always, like, attach family with, you know, someone can be uh, jealous or someone can do this and war and things like that. I understand their point of view, but when you set for the same thing, because our goal is to leave a legacy, I don't think that is something can disrupt that. You understand me? The reason why most of the time there are disputes between families Two people, two brothers, or two siblings, or two sisters, they're aiming at the same goal. They just want to grow differently. Yeah. I want to be higher than her. her. Or I want to be higher than him. And, and that's he, not how it works. Yeah. That's when jealousy plays part. Oh, yes. So there are for sure things that Peppy or Howard, that she moves like more than I. Okay, maybe she'll be giving 80% in a certain, and I'll be giving. 20%. But she doesn't get angry at me for that because she knows that's my weakness. Alright? But there are things I do 80% and she only gets 20%. And she not get mad at her for that because I know maybe that area is her weakness. So you just also have to strike a balance and you know what thing is the best for, for, okay, for me to do and what is the best for her to do and just like find a balance. But if you want that like Life tells you to know it won't happen. 
<laughs> it will never happen. And then oh. I wanted to go back into family. People yes. do people do business with people do business with strangers. Like they've just they've they've met. Yeah, spent a few weeks. Not your blood. And maybe it's not a childhood friend, but yeah. then people do business. But then at the end of the day, find um, they decide to go separate ways. Yeah. Why? Because the fundamentals. You know the I can say the stigma of perception, yeah. st- stigma and perception of I want you to do it, you go a hundred on it. Just because you're weak on something, yeah, it doesn't mean you can't do others. It doesn't mean you don't have strength. And that's the mm. problem of, yeah. you know, for example, grandma is very good at something, right? Yeah. And I might not be good at it. Yeah. But Rahma knows I'm good at something else. Yeah. And she's not. And we don't get mad of not being at good at one another's strength. Yeah. But then mm. we fill on the blanks or we fill on the gaps and where the other is weaker. Exactly. And we... Take it as an opportunity on putting extra effort on it. Yeah. Because you know the other one, you know, a hundred on it. Yeah, correct. We don't argue about it. Yeah. Mm. That's how yeah. we survive. <laughs> I see that you guys have it all, like, kind of set up. And you guys have been able to uh, distinguish and all of that. Uh, let's just go back again to the Rahat oils and what it contains. So, Rahat oils... What are the different products that you guys have provide? You guys provide, and then for what kind of hair types? Just a bit more details on that. All right. So for that, at the moment, at the moment, we only have four products first, and mm-hmm. the, the four products actually in I can say in lines. So there are two lines basically. So the first line is the olive oil and the mango butter cream line, which mm-hmm. this is a and I'll get into that a little bit. And then the second line is the castor oil and the shea butter cream line. And this is like a strengthening line more, basically. So you remember when I told you about people not knowing um, the essence of, you know, taking care of their hair or what mm-hmm. their hair like that? So when you, when you learn about the hair, you learn that there's something called hair porosity. Okay? Mm-hmm. So porosity is basically the way or the ability of your hair to carry okay and it's a very simple I can say very simple thing but it truly affects different ways in how your hair reacts okay with different products yeah so what we did we made sure take the extreme ends of porosity which means it's high porosity hair and low porosity hair and we made products that because mm. for instance, when you have high porosity hair your hair actually thick all right so I cannot give a person with high porosity hair very light oil because it will not help her or mm-hmm. him same goes to person with a low porosity hair they need a light oils so you cannot just ask them to take cast oil because it will just never leave, never get into their hair it will just sit on top it's gonna do them good you know so yeah. brand is divided into two lines which these lines after for people with different types of hair capacity so that's mm-hmm. like i can say like the idea behind it 
All right. Mm-hmm. The other thing about our products is that we have we 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 sell herbal infused products. Okay. Mm-hmm. After all, I'm not just talking about castor oil. I'm talking about an infused castor oil. So I can say the bonus of our products is that we we use the products with herbs from different different communities around the world. For instance, we have a lot of herbs from India, which we we have adopted it from the Ayurveda, and then we also have some um, herbs that we even get from here, Tanzania. Okay, mm-hmm. and from Chad, things like Shebe things like that. Western Africa, yeah, Western Africa. So we infuse that in the oils so that they become like I can say nutritionists. Yeah, they become become nutritionists so that they help to grow your hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can say those are the those are the four products we have. So the castor and the shea butter cream line it caters for people with high porosity hair, and the olive oil which is mixed with grapeseed oil, but oil is the main carrier, and with mango butter cream is the one that is catered for low porosity hair. So mm-hmm. we you know tell our customers or how do customers know that okay my High porosity of my hair is low because we don't know about these things. Yeah. How we execute that is we ask, there's a set of questions we ask our clients. Okay, you know, what do you, what is your hair type? Maybe like, does it feel coarse? Is it thick? Is it, you know, how's scalp condition? How is this? So when they answer all these things, we get to understand their hair type. It's a short survey. Very short. short survey. One page. Yeah. You take to what. Yeah. So when they they answer that well, then we advise them according to their hair. Mm. You know, your hair you need this and this and this. And we have customers who have relaxed hair, and they tell me, "Oh, you know, like I just want something that will work." I'm like, "Okay, yes. First, you have to know what type of hair you have, why a certain product isn't working, what should you mm. be doing. You know, hair practices for people with certain hair state." Hair practices for people with certain hair porosity. So I can say that's like the whole of what rat oils is. So just to keep it short, first we deal with hair porosity mainly, and then also we deal with herbal infused products. Yeah, mm-hmm. to maximize your hair growth and your hair health. Yeah, and then um, I wanted to ask. What is the future for hot oils right now? Are you guys thinking of expanding from the oils? Are you thinking of including, you know, hair conditioner or um, all of that? Yes, absolutely. Actually, you know, like the oils is just a very small part of what our brand is going to be. That's mm-hmm. just like a, a start. So mm-hmm. we want to get into cleansing products like conditioner shampoos, living conditioner shampoo bars, all these things, you know. All like hair care needs. We also will get into hair accessories, you know, things like <laughs> you know, like combs or tangling brushes, bonnets, bonnets, you know, all these things. Like it should be your ponchos, <laughs> sprays. Yes, it should be. Yes, your- get into it. Oh, hair, hair shop. Yeah. 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 Just, well, I really, I, you guys do do inspire people right now. I think someone's going to want to go natural right now just for your products. 
So I just want to put the cream on here. Because you know what? Because let me tell you something. Here's how it goes. Rat oil is part of rat beauty. Yes. Mm. Beauty is is much more. Yeah. Mm. Like, it is the bigger picture of rat beauty. No, maybe because, maybe you should interview us again five years from now. Yeah, definitely. I'm keeping your contacts. Yeah, yeah. play is this. <laughs> so um, yeah, rat oil is just part of yes, yeah. you know, rat beauty. And you know, like the thing is, like the brand, yeah, the rat oils. Our main, main, main aim, okay. At the moment, we are entrepreneurs, like small business entrepreneurs. But the major goal is to be a full-scale industry, all right? Mm-hmm. Working to get into that industry level, you know, getting uh, certifications, getting the right um, machines to do things and all of the things so that we can get certifications from the government and to have our products even be able to be exported in shop. Hey listener, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our content. I always appreciate that. And also, don't forget to let us know what you think of this episode or any difficulty you're facing as an African entrepreneur. I would love to hear about it. Also, help us grow this content. Help us grow this channel by sharing with a friend or family. That would be very much appreciated. You can follow us on Mindful Entrepreneur Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can follow me, Pamela Nga, that is Nga underscore Pamela on Instagram. Until then, see you in the next episode.